Hello, this is Lorenzo Della Foresta, and I'm the lead pastor at River's Edge. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you for joining us. I hope this talk inspires you, encourages you, and transforms you. Today is the continuation of a spiritual conversation that has been taking place between you and Jesus. I'm certain that you'll be blessed by His Word, and I believe that God has great things in store for you because you already belong. Enjoy the message. We're so glad that you have joined us today. Hey, have you missed this place at all? Just wondering. Missed gathering together? I hope so. And I'm so blessed that we can talk about the blessed life today. And the reason I want to talk to you about the blessed life is because I feel like we have this huge misunderstanding about what the blessed life is. We look at the blessed life as being a life that is without conflict, without trial, without challenges or difficulties. We look at a blessed life as, as being a life that only has good things happening all the time. And then the moment that something bad happens or tragedy strikes or we face a challenge or an obstacle, all of a sudden we begin to believe falsely that we're no longer blessed that the blessing of God isn't with us, that it's somehow been lifted. It's resting on somebody else's life, but not on ours. Usually someone that we would rather they not be blessed. True? Uh, maybe not. But sometimes we look at that person and say, look, I'm living a way better life. Why do they have more? Like, why are things going better for them? Why are things easier for them? And, and I want us to understand that, that Peter understood this when he was talking to the church. And what he told the church at the time was, hey guys, like when you follow God, when you live for Jesus, things might be a little bit harder for us than everybody else. Because we are not like everybody else. Because we are not going to live like everybody else. Because we're not going to do the same things that everybody else does. And you're going to have a target on your back. And, and when Satan's going to do everything that he possibly can to try to discourage you and to keep you and prevent you from experiencing the blessed life. Because he wants you to give up on this notion that God is for you. And that because he's for you, that no one and nothing can be against you. He doesn't want you to have that kind of belief. He doesn't want you to have that kind of hope. He doesn't want you to sense that in your heart and in your life. He doesn't want you to believe that when things go wrong. And so what Peter does is that he tells us that there are certain things that we can count on. And you know that one of the things that he says that we can absolutely, without question, count on is the blessing of God. He says that the blessing of God is something that is upon us and that it is never lifted. That you can always count on the blessing of God that it isn't dependent on the circumstances of this life. It isn't dependent on how good a life you are leading, how perfect you are every day and every moment of every day. It isn't dependent on you doing everything right. It is dependent on you believing that Jesus is enough and that your belief in Jesus brings everything that God wants to bless you with into your life, not to a level that is just enough, but to a level that is God's level. 
not your level, not someone else's understanding of what that level should be, but God's level. And what Peter does is that he says these things. In 1 Peter and in chapter 1 and in verse 3 to verse 5, and he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that is imperishable. It is undefiled and it is unfading. It is kept in heaven for you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. God says in his word that the blessing that he has for us is imperishable. It is undefiled, it is unfading, and it is kept in heaven for us forever. It means that this is a blessing that can never leave us. Now, naturally, it can be very challenging to us when we are hopeful and believing in the blessing of God, and then tragedy strikes. I think all of us have had our faith shook. All of us have felt abandoned. All of us have been weakened by the trials of this life. Many of us may have even created some form of distance between us and God. We have drifted away from God, drifted away from prayer, drifted away from the promises of His Word. We've drifted away from other people who believe in God and who talk to us about Jesus. We've drifted away from places of faith. We've drifted away from our faith. And we've done those things because we've just been at a low point in our lives. Have you ever been there? Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever drawn a little cold and a little indifferent? Of course you have. I think I have too. I know that it's not easy to bounce back in moments like that. But a verse like this that tells us that his blessing is always upon us reminds me of something important when challenges strike. I say, God, because you have blessed me, and that blessing is irrevocable. It doesn't matter what happens to me in this life. It doesn't matter what people do. It doesn't matter what they plot and what they scheme. They cannot take away what you have given to me forever. Can you remember that the next time you're challenged? That no one can take away what God has given you. That no one can ever undermine what God has already blessed you with. Not here on earth and not in heaven. That's what he says. He says that it's imperishable. It's undefiled. It's unfading. It is something that you can always count on. And that's amazing to me because I don't always feel like I'm blessed. I don't always feel like God is, is with me and for me. I often feel like it's something that I have to keep believing in, but it's not something that I feel naturally. 
It's not something that just pops up and, and just shows up at the moment when I need it most. Sometimes it usually shows up after I've been at my lowest, where I've stepped away from this belief or I haven't been as faithful as I should have been in my spiritual journey with God. But what does God do? He reminds us that when we are blessed, we can always find hope. When we are tempted, when our family is threatened, when life is unfair, when hope appears to be lost, let's turn to the promise that God has made, and that is that He has blessed us and that no one can take away that blessing. That's a hard thing for us to understand because I always feel like, well, isn't the blessing of God come if we're always obedient to God's word? Listen, when have you ever been always obedient to God's word? I mean, isn't the blessing of God dependent if I always believe that Jesus is with me no matter what? How about the times when you didn't believe that God was with you, Jesus was with you, the Holy Spirit was felt strongly within you? Did you lose that blessing? I don't think so. How do I know this to be true? Well, it's not just because 1 Peter says so, but because there's something that was set in motion a long time ago, and it's found in Numbers chapter 18. And when it came time to give everyone an inheritance, it became clear that everyone would receive one except for a tribe that was called Levi. And the Levites were a tribe who would receive an inheritance that would only be the blessing of God. And that all the other tribes would have to contribute so that the Levites would have also their blessing to be able to do the work that was devoted to God. And that blessing, that inheritance, was linked, as we would understand in the first centuries, it was linked to the wealth of land. If you had land, you had an inheritance. And so everybody had land. Everybody got a piece of land. All the tribes had their wealth in their land. But what happens, but what happens when your land is taken away? What happens when an invading army takes you away from your land? What happens when God allows for something tragically to happen so that you could learn a spiritual lesson and it wasn't something that you were ready for, that you were open for, that you were receiving openly and open-heartedly, but it's something that God forced upon you. And that's what happened often to them. They were taken away from their land so that they would understand that their obedience was linked to their inheritance and that their inheritance was a result of their obedience. But what happened after the captivity? They would always be returned back to their land. Each tribe always went back. Why? Because that was a promise given by God and it was forever. That land was a land that no one could ever take away from them in the same way that no one could ever take it away from the Levites. Now think about this. The Levites had a spiritual blessing on them that no one could remove, that no one could take away. And so in verse 19 of chapter 18, it says this, Yes, I'm giving you all these holy offerings that the people of Israel bring to the Lord, and they are for you, for your sons and your daughters, to be eaten as your permanent share. And then it says, this is an eternal 
and an unbreakable covenant between the Lord and you, and it also applies to all your descendants. And we are those descendants. Those descendants are the people of God who have continued to be a part of the inheritance by the spirit of adoption that has made, been made possible by our union with Christ and brought into the family of God. This unbreakable covenant is a covenant that God has made with you and with your descendants. It is a blessing that is not only upon past generations, it is upon you in this generation. And it will be upon all generations that will believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. Now, when you understand this, then you understand what Peter is talking about. Because in 1 Peter, again, in chapter 1 and in verse 4, he then says, And we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you. It is pure and undefiled, and it is beyond the reach of change and decay. He says that it is an inheritance that is unending, it is an inheritance that is undefiled, and it is an inheritance that is unfading. In other words, it is an inheritance that never loses its magnificence. Now, when you look at your life and you don't feel the blessing of God, here's what I do. I remind myself of the promises of God. And I say, God, in the midst of my struggle, in the midst of my pain, in the midst of my opposition, in the midst of my challenge, in the midst of my darkness, and in the midst of my brokenness, in the midst of all the things that are wrong with me and wrong with this world, I believe and I refuse to believe anything else other than I am still under your blessing. Can you say amen to that for yourself? For you? that you are under that blessing that no one can take away. It is a blessing that is unending. It is a blessing that is undefiled. It is a blessing that is unfading. It isn't a blessing just for this life. It is a blessing for the next. And so even when things are not going to be made right here on earth, God is saying, I have already made it right in heaven, and it's waiting for you. There is nothing in this world or the next that could ever change the fact that you are always going to be blessed. That your inheritance is secure. That that will never change because what I have for you is forever. And the promises of God are forever. This world cannot take away what God has given to you. Nothing in this world can touch the blessing that God has given to you. There is no force in this world that is powerful enough to take away God's blessing from your life. Can you say amen to that? There is nothing in this world. And when it feels stronger than you, you say, I know this is not stronger than God's blessing on my life. When it feels greater than you, you say, I know this is not greater than God's blessing in my life. When it comes against you and you don't have the strength to fight back, then you say, God, I know that you are fighting back for me, even in my weakest point, in my weakest moment. I know that you are there 
with your blessing, and it cannot be removed. Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 to 21. And these are the words of Jesus. Sometimes we don't believe that the words of the prophet who spoke in Numbers or the apostle who spoke by the name of Peter would be as powerful as the words of Jesus. So maybe we will believe in the words of Jesus more. I hope we don't think that way, but if we do, this is what Jesus said. He said, don't store up treasures here on earth where moths are going to eat them and rust will destroy them, where thieves will break in and they will steal them. But store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy and thieves do not break in and steal because wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. And God is saying, will your heart be set on things that are eternal? Here's what I want you to know. The blessing of God is eternal. And so when you set your sight on things that are of this world and things that are temporal, when things are just material, they're physical, and they will at one point end, God is saying, you're not putting your focus on the right thing. Look, you're going to pursue this and you're going to have it in your life. You're going to have it in your driveway. You're going to have it in your house. You may have it in your bed. You may have it in a place that you've always desired to have it. And then after you've had it, it's going to fade. It's not going to mean what it once did. It's not going to matter like it once did. You will grow tired of it. You will grow weary of it. It will not be able to fulfill you like it first did. That happens with all things on this earth. And that's why God says, I want you to set your sight on something greater. I want you to set your sight on something that is eternal. I want you to set your sight on my blessing. Because my blessing on your life will always leave you fulfilled. It will always leave you full. It will always keep you abundant. It will always keep you overflowing, ready not only to receive more, but to be a blessing to others so that they can too. Amen? You believe that? You're with me on this? Wow, God, give us that blessing. And let God interpret what that blessing is for you. Just say, God, I want that blessing in my life. The blessing that is eternal. The blessing that is unending, undefiled, and unfading. Amen. Lord, let's pray. Father, thank you for every person that is here. I want them to receive that blessing from you. That blessing that is so specifically made for them. That blessing that you have given to them in a covenant that you have made with them. A blessing that is perfect for them. A blessing that is just for them and for their family a blessing that is for them and for their future generations. I pray, God, that that blessing that you have given them, that that blessing they would believe in, that they would trust, that they would depend and rely on, that they would not believe the lies of their own heart or the lies of this world or the enemy that is always there to deceive us. I pray that in Jesus' name we would believe in the blessing that is your truth. And that the truth that is your blessing would rest upon each person here today. 
We want the blessed life. We want the life that you have promised us here on earth and in the world to follow. And we thank you for that. And we praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the River's Edge podcast. I encourage you to take the message you have just received and allow it to go deeply into your soul. Let Jesus do the work that only he can do. A heartfelt thank you to all those that generously give to River's Edge and make this podcast possible. You too can be a part of spreading this message and creating life change all over the world by going to riversedge.life give. You can also subscribe, rate, and share this podcast. Thanks again for listening and God bless you immensely.